welcome to a special bonus episode that nobody really asked for <coughs> of uh, Verano and I's reactions to Black Widow and Loki. We have uh, watched and seen all of both, and now we're going to share with you our thoughts about uh, our honest reactions to each of the shows and our um, thoughts about what this means moving forward. The former MCU, because really it's it's now, uh, I guess, the MCM, the, uh, you know, Marvel Comics multiverse, not the Marvel, or not Mar- Marvel Cinematic Multiverse instead of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, as you are probably aware, if you're, if you've been listening to us for this long, uh, I am the Senseless Apprentice and with me is my uh, lovely and talented co-host, uh, Mr. Verano. Hello, hello. Uh, lovely and talented. Wow, I don't get any of that respect at work or in my family. Um, I feel really pampered in this show. This is really amazing. Um, and to our three listeners, um, please keep passing the word out to everybody uh, that you can. Um, I believe this time our three listeners are from Vietnam, uh, my next door neighbor, and someone in Texas. Uh, thank you, guys. Please even pass the word down to south of the border. Um, hola. Uh, no, but, um, yeah, no, as, uh, senseless has said, um, we did, um, watch both. Um, I did struggle to slightly stay awake during black widow, but that was because my ass got stuck working a double shift at work. Um, so it was just bad timing on my part. Um, but I liked it. Um, I think it was a good way to do a black widow movie. And, uh, as usual, Scarlett Johansson looks amazing in any suit they put her in. Uh, but also I was going to say, uh, Verano, keep in mind, um, our, our, our common, uh, catchphrase, uh, good timing is for those professional podcasts. We're proud to be amateurs. Yes. We're always a little bit behind. We're really, um, running on Spanish time, um, which is funny because only one of us is Spanish, but (laughs) it still works for us. And if you're listening to us, please keep listening and please pass the word along. Um, going to keep saying it randomly from time to time. So, uh. As you may have figured out, if we're talking about our reactions to Black Widow and Loki, it kind of goes without saying that uh, if you're listening beyond this point um, to, you know, borrow uh, a, a sort of pirate pool persona, listener beware, ahead there be spoilers, are you know, um, basically, uh, you know, don't get pissed off if you didn't watch either one and we start talking about things that you don't fully understand or you know, give you insight that you didn't really want before you see it. Cause yeah, you're fucking warned. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of three minutes in, you can kind of just stop, listen to us later after you've watched both. Yeah. Cause we're going to mm-hmm. talk about both. So if you've only watched Loki or you've only watched black widow, uh, maybe you want to take the time to watch the other one before you, before you listen. Yep. You might really want to. Um, so let's, I guess go with Loki first. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say first, honest reactions to each. Um, I mean, what? So I guess we're starting with Loki. Uh, how did you feel about Loki? What did you think? Um, I liked for for a complete change in tempo of his story, because it it wasn't just him being a douche and him being a bad guy. It's him actually like exploring, I guess, more of himself, and finally realizing like you know, there's more to to life for him than um literally being his description 
by uh, Stan Lee and all other creators. What? He's not just a god of mischief. Like he actually has feelings and he, yeah. I, mean, I, I like the cool. Oh, also really did like alligator Loki. <laughs> I thought that was just fucking hysterical. Well, and to piggyback off that point, I I don't think it's just uh, sort of him growing. I think he, he showed that growth through his arc before he, you know, was killed in Endgame or, or Infinity War. But the thing about when he was killed in Infinity War is all of that growth went on behind the scenes because he was always a side character. Like after uh, Avengers, he was always just kind of he, he he was a, a, a supporting actor uh, in, in someone else's story, you know. So we see a lot of his growth in Ragnarok. But in Ragnarok, that's more about Thor. Um, yeah. And his growth. And so Loki's growth is kind of just the subplot. And so um, this is uh, was kind of a way to to make that the center, um, which I liked. You know, I, I agree with you. I think I think it was really uh, uh, a really good to uh, into the, his his capacity for growth, because I also think that uh, he didn't exactly grow in the same exact way he did. Uh, in the Infinity Saga, you know, he 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 grew in the Infinity Saga. He grew in his relationship with his with his brother, and that was that was it was it was sort of reflecting in how he reacted to Thor, and 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 as a result, more of how he reacted to Asgard. And then in this case, this was Loki develop like one thing that I I I was saying to people when when um before I saw the end of this was, you know, people were talking about uh, the whole Loki is bisexual thing. And I was like, well, he's more of a narcissist who would just, you know, jump into bed with anybody so long as it furthered his purpose. But by the end of this, this was showing kind of his capacity to grow and his ability to love, which was actually really kind of cool. to. No, I, I agree with that. Um, like I said, there, there was like a complete, very different side shown of him. Yeah. Um, so I, I had a friend of mine. She was just like completely lost. She was like, I, I don't get him. Like, all right, well, this is co- a complete new, new way to show him. Like no, no one really, unless you've really read a lot about Loki and into it, like this isn't something that was fully written out in a comic. Like, but it, it's a great explanation of him. And, um, yeah, in a sense, like it's his movie exploring more of that character, and and he's always been an entertaining character that you want to know because he he at times can show that hey he does care you know for more than himself, yeah, and, um, narcissistic tendencies. Um, so you know for him to actually care about the universal self of himself as a girl, it's like hey hey, cool he actually you know cared for her and um. Like I said, like we said, um, a spoiler for him to essentially be betrayed by that other version of himself. Um, yeah, that 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 hit me right there. That 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 kind of hit a hard string where it's like, ooh, he really, he really thought there was something there, and then essentially just gets left out. Um, yeah. So, well, it was it was an example of 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 the Loki that we know, the Tom Hiddleston Loki, actually showing the growth, but then in the end. Uh, the Sylvie variant did not experience the same growth, and that was kind of the point. Was was our Loki the Loki that was the the central point, the main character? Because he he did grow in his capacity for uh for loving her, but also like his concern, like he 
he cared about the outcome of what they were doing, which is, you know, it was different than just, Hey, this was my, like before that, when he said, when he straight up told Sif, he was a narcissist, you know, he, uh, the implication is the end point is whatever I decided. And then anything to get there, but he was willing to change the end point on the information he was getting from a guy who, even though they're not allowing it to be said is essentially a mortis. <laughs> yes. They're really trying to hide that point. Um, even though they made the costume real similar. <laughs> yeah, they really did. I, and I like the actor who played him. Like I honestly have not seen him in anything before, but I thought he was great. I'm so um, see him be Kang. Yeah. I, th- I think, I, I think he was great. He played it really well. Um, that, that episode really had me entertained. Yeah. Um, uh, it was really cool. Um, what was I going to say? No, no, I, I guess that was it. I was going to say, um, you know, we have any anything else you really want to say more towards it? Um, about honest reaction? I mean, I guess, uh, and this will just transition into Black Widow. I guess a lot of times when it comes to these shows, uh, now that we know now that we've sort of seen what they're that there's uh, sort of this expansion mode going on, um, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these things come across, and it's and it's hard to ignore sort of the the back the overarching reason why. So, like, you know, we have um, all these different things that are coming out that are actually they're really cool. It's it's a really great um, extension of. Uh, the competition in the comic book film market because many people are trying to build their own sort of uh, common thread universes with all these different media properties and we just get to I mean it's awesome we we get to watch them Um, but with Marvel uh, it's hard not it's hard to ignore sort of what is the purpose of each of these shows each one has a specific point to 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 the overall narrative to the overall you know marvel comics marvel cinematic uh multiverse um and with that being said you know uh when we get basically i'm I'm driving what i'm driving at is black widow was an excellent overall send-off for uh scarlett johansson because that's really i mean it, it was a great movie but in the end, you're sitting there and you're realizing that, oh, you know, what Endgame did for both Cap and Tony is what Black Widow does for Natasha. Like, it gives us one last sort of hurrah where they get to be the ultimate hero and and end on their terms before the actor sort of steps away and lets other people take over similar roles in other movies, you know? Um, So I really liked Black Widow, but overall I'm watching it going, hey, we spent two hours uh, finally understanding why she gave a fuck about Budapest. Yes. Um, (laughs) On that one, because it was the line was just thrown in. In um, I forget whichever movie between her and Hawkeye, um, was it yeah. one or two? No, it was. Uh, they straight up they were mentioning a, a Budapest way way back in in Avengers, and, I, and I'm yeah, sure. Avengers, yeah, Avengers one. Um, no, but it, um, the same thing. I I like Black Widow. Um, even though I saw he struggled 
for a few minutes to stay awake just because I was really dealing with lack of sleep. Um, no, great storyline, you know, nice humor thrown in. It wasn't overdone. Um, and, and really good fight scenes. Like they, uh, it was just a really well-crafted movie to explain, um, her and her family background to a degree. Um, the red guardian was hysterical. Um, <laughs> It's so hard to be sentimental, and it just came across as him being terrible timing. <laughs> yeah, those parts were good. Um, no, but it, I mean, and it also sets up all those people to to be able to make cameos and other things to show up in other places. But it, that's that's part of what's great about all this going on is like, you know, even though ultimately, and, and I fully expect that we're going to get more of these, like, I'll, I, when we get to the further implications uh, section of this, I have so many uh, of these where it's like, I think this is going to happen here uh, type deals, but um, overall, uh, you know, it just, it helps uh, set up some wonderful characters that I'm honestly excited to see uh, show up again. We already know that Yelena is going to show up in uh Hawkeye, because that was the whole point of the the end scene. Uh, is spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it. Oh, we, <laughs> we gave them a spoiler warning when this shit started. If they if they're still listening, that's their fucking fault. I know. I just like to say it again. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the, the the whole point of that last scene was was uh, or that that end credit scene was to uh show why she'll be showing up in um in the hawkeye show but yeah i have a lot of things about that but overall um no i agree with you the 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 way they set up natasha's real family you know that's that's the closest thing she'll ever have to a family and you know she they 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 made the point explicit in other things that she was also searching for family with the avengers but the whole point of this movie was she did have happy memories. She did have a family. It was it really, like every even in the darkness, every part of that movie was uh, sort of a really positive way. Like even down to how um, she, she spends all this time feeling so bad about Budapest. And then we get to find out because basically that the, there's, framing references like uh they keep talking about the sokovia accords and she's on the run for that and uh then in the end she gets a quinjet and it's like oh you know she <laughs> this is how cap had the quinjet to to break the other guys out of the raft and uh you know so it, it really is a framing reference for what time period it is but in that we also learned that by the time infinity war and endgame came around she knew that what was her baggage in the earlier movies literally was not as bad as she thought because the outcome that she thought happened didn't happen, you know? Yeah. So that was like every part of it was, was sort of lightening her story so that she, you know, when you get to that gravestone, she, she died with her conscience unburdened and you can imagine she was the, the hero that they want you to think she is. Um, yeah, it's it. It really does tie in well. Um, they, you know, that like I said, they they took their time to really set this all up. Um, as I, I guess the movie in between, 
um, Civil War to Endgame? No, I think Infinity War. To Infinity War, thank you. But that um, mistake all throughout this too. I keep saying like I keep mixing the two up and being like in in Endgame and then being like oh fuck no I meant Infinity War damn it. Yeah. <laughs> just but, um, so you know there's just one movie cut in two. Yeah, but um no like I, yeah I I enjoyed the whole movie overall. It's a movie that I would definitely watch twice three times, um, which I won't say often to too many movies. Um, many of the comic book movies like you can watch once and like you'll memorize most of what happened, but this one like. There was good moving parts to it, and um, I mean, Red Guardian just had, still has me laughing because like he really tries, and I'm laughing at him trying to get in his damn suit because like the whole movie I expected to rip. I expected him to like, you know, bend over and just hear a nice like old school terror and then be like, "Damn." No, I I, I fully expect, which, which would have been perfect to me. <laughs> I fully expect him to show up in other places. No, I do too. I just that one would have been funny because then you know, they could have made a reference to him ripping his damn suit because he's so fat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all that being said, I guess the next thing is you know all these are installments in a greater in a greater narrative. Um, I think it's cool uh, because I feel like what uh, what these. Uh, multinational conglomerates are trying to do is basically take the sort of comic book universes that you and I, uh, you know, fell in love with when we were kids reading comics and translate them to a visual medium, which is, you know, fucking awesome and fun to watch. Um, so I'm not trying to sound cynical about it at all. Um, you know, the, uh, but I guess the next thing to talk about is what each of these, sort of properties and really the ones that have come immediately before it, like WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, sort of what, what they're framing or what's, what's, what's sort of the uh, bigger picture coming up. Um, yeah, it, it, it seems, um, I think we talked a little earlier before we actually um, started this episode that they, they seem to frame up for a possible new, new, new Avengers or new sets of teams like the Avengers. I feel um, like in multiple teams. I feel like, like, I feel like that what they did here uh, is they're starting to retire the originals. Um, you know, we saw the retirement uh, because I don't think everybody's focusing on Tony's because Tony died, but Cap isn't coming back either. You know, Chris Chris Evans isn't isn't going to be Cap anytime soon. They, that was the point of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, um, Cap's old. Yeah. He he seemed he he seemed set to be you know done with it anyway. Now um, the, the crazy thing is because of Loki, anything can happen at any time because of variants and multiversal time streams. Like it opens up this multiverse, and I think they're going to. Uh, I think that's the point of what what's going to come up with like Spider Man and all the rumors about Spider Man and Doctor Strange is they're really going to lean into the craziness that everyone expects really early. And then use it sparingly ever ever after. You know, like all this sort of multiversal jumping around. And so, but the thing is that what Loki does is even though all these characters are getting retired, cameos are possible. Oh yeah. And it's I mean that that for a lot of them I think is worth a little more worth their time because they they, they put in good effort to establish these characters and make them 
oh, make them, you know, fun and awesome for people to be like, yeah, like that's a superhero. They well, definitely put in the time. So to do cameos, it's a little easier on their, I guess, time and body as well. But also, like, also as relatable as characters on the big screen as to the characters that we were reading about, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, I do think they're building multiple teams. I think that right now, because of Loki, literally now anything's on the table. They don't have to, like, change anything about Fox's Deadpool because now Dead, Deadpool can be canon because, ah, fuck it, it was just a branch, you know? Okay. Or uh, Logan can be there because it was just a branch. Uh, the X-Men, Venom, uh, all versions of Spider-Man. And even the like, even when we get, the, the, the cool thing is, like, the next big thing I can think of on the Marvel side uh, in terms of TV shows is uh, What If, which... You know, originally it was supposed to be like, oh, what if these things happened? But now because of Loki, it's not just what if these things happen, but kind of which branch of the multiverse did this happen in? You know, it's all there. Or it yeah. all, like they can selectively decide, no, no, that one was one of the pruned ones. You know, like maybe the, <laughs> maybe those Fantastic Four movies will be pruned. <laughs> oh, maybe they should just stop trying. That is a, that is a rough one even keep going back in. Um, coming up, <laughs> there's one coming I, up. I'm more, I'm very much more excited for the Spider-Man. Um, I just kind of seen the poster and it looks, it looks pretty cool. Um, although I don't know why Tobey Maguire. That just seems terrible. Um, they should just leave him alone. Nobody wants to see him in in it again. Um, but no, but um, yeah, I it, it's from what I've seen that they're definitely looking to. Definitely looking at expanding, interconnect these. Like I know they're doing either movies or shows going ahead. And I'm pretty sure for one, I read that She-Hulk is going to be a show. Well, that's the thing is there's a bunch of these. There's, um, so here's the thing is you got to like, by the time we got to Endgame and Infinity War, the Avengers were massive. Like it was, the, it was, it was a full Avengers squad. You had, at, at Endgame, you had Iron Man, Black Widow, Captain America, and I'm probably forgetting some. I've written these down, but I'm I'm not perfect. So if I forget any, you know, fuck me. Uh, but Ant-Man, Hulk, Black Panther, Thor, Falcon, Doctor Strange, Hawkeye, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Winter Soldier, Wasp, War Machine, Captain Marvel. Uh, I forgot Wong. Um, you know, just there, there was there was a, a massive team that was working together. And the thing is, that team, I feel like they're they've they've slowly been retiring the first five. So, like you mentioned, the Sea Hulk show, I have a feeling that Hulk might show up there, but I have a feeling that however Hulk shows up there, it might be, you know, Bruce Banner's, uh, you know, goodbye for a while as well, and She Hulk will fill that role in whatever comes next, just like kind of. Um, I just feel like a lot of the, I feel like there's a, a push to retire the original five and sort of move forward in new directions with new teams and stuff like that. Yeah. Now what they really should do is a movie on squirrel girl. That's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, cause here's the thing they have a squirrel girl um, has been in some incarnations of 
a team with a lot of the young Avengers. And I think that one of the teams they're building is the young Avengers. We already do have a Ms. Marvel show coming out. So there's Kamala Khan. Uh, we have, I believe, reports of the casting of America Chavez, but I can't remember where she's supposed to show up. It might be in that Miss Marvel show. It might be somewhere else, but that's two of young, the Young Avengers. We've also seen Patriot because the, it's confirmed that that was Isaiah Bradley's grandson in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So there's three. Cassie Lang uh, is in the Ant-Man movies. There's Stature for four. Uh then we got Wicked and Speed from WandaVision. If their existence is possible in one of the branches of the multiverse, five and six for a team of young Avengers. Uh, Iron Lad has a connection to Kang. So if they're bringing up Kang variants, Iron Lad is a Kang variant. Um, Kid Loki also was orig- uh, occasionally on the team, eight. Uh, Hawkeye is supposed to develop Kate Bishop. So there's nine young Avengers. And then they also have a secret invasion show coming out. And it's not out of the question for, uh, for a hybrid like Hulkling to show up. And so there's a, a huge squad of young Avengers. And you're going to tell me that they're not planning to have some kind of bigger picture thing around that. Like that's a missed opportunity otherwise. Yeah. I mean, they could easily miss the opportunity, but I really doubt they're going to, um, I mean, like you said, they, they've got a pretty smart group of people working to set this whole thing up and they're not yeah, they're not gonna want to mess that up at all. Right. Um, so I, I'm excited. Um and I think, you know, um we agree that so far we've been super excited of how, you know, Black Widow came out and uh Loki's been well done. Just waiting for season two. Um but yeah, no, it's it was awesome to watch. Yeah, I'm excited how it goes forward. Um, <laughs> sure. Hey, wait a second. I'm also excited about uh, Contessa Valentina's team too. Oh yeah! I, every time I see her, I just keep freaking laughing about Seinfeld. <laughs> well, I I just I, that's the thing is like with all these teams going on, we just I just you know exhaustively ranted about the Young Avengers. We've also clearly got something. I think it's more, everyone keeps saying Dark Avengers. I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be closer to a Thunderbolts type deal. Um, yeah. And and so with that, they've got a, a Black Widow equivalent because Yelena is on, on the team in some way or will probably be dragged onto the team. Uh, she convinced U.S. agent in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then, I, like, like a lot of these are setting up future things. Like we said, you know, Loki, there are a lot of different variants that can become parts of different storylines, and it's wide open. Um, you know, in this case, uh, a lot of things are, are setting up, and I think that we're going to find some Iron Man equivalent for this team, possibly in Armor Wars. Uh, they already name-checked Crimson Dynamo. Ah. Uh... The cheap version from Russia. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if it's a Thunderbolts team, you know, you, you, you're, you know, it's essentially, I guess, kind of the Suicide Squad without all the, you know, heads blowing up. Um, oh, I'm excited for that, too. I'm hoping to watch. Actually, I have to actually watch the first one, to be honest. I never even bothered. 
I but so uh, I also think that uh, the red herring is we've already seen the abomination and some promo stuff, and I think that he's primed to be on that Thunderbolts team. I'm really hoping that they go the other way and uh, that we get Thunderbolt Ross's Red Hulk. Oh I yes, I hope that Hulk gets gets set up in uh, in She Hulk. I would love that. Yes, <laughs> uh, but I also find it interesting. Uh, Titania has been cast for She-Hulk and that like I was a big fan of um of, of the good place and so uh Jamila Jamil is uh cat is going to be Titania and I'm looking forward to it. I think she'll be a badass Titania. So uh I think she could show up on that Thunderbolts team as well. I hope so. I think it'll be great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm suffering a little here. We also forgot to mention, uh, you know, we like just on the main Marvel team, you know, what's going on with Blade, Shang Chi, uh, Captain Marvel, and Spectrum. You know, uh, in addition to everyone else, like there's just so much to talk about, but it'll likely wind up being me. Rand, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I was telling uh, Brano earlier. <laughs> I'm Charlie in that meme uh, in front of the board doing it's all connected. So uh, I figure it's probably smart to let Verano uh, get his rest. <laughs> yeah, and no, otherwise we could have like a full length episode. Um, I would say these, we're going to call these our uh, DPIY shorts <laughs> um, as we're just trying to go over. It's not as short know, that it was. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's short compared to our, our normals. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, no, it's yeah. Th- there's so much going on forward, and I'm even enjoying watching just classics. Um, I'm also I know that has nothing to do with Marvel, but I'm excited for the. Um, there's just I heard that they have started for the filming of Aquaman too. Um, been been a huge Jason Momoa fan, so to hear that they're going on for the second one, I'm excited. Black Adam just finished filming. Yes. And I wish I was working on that with The Rock because he just gave like some of his other actors like ten thousand dollar advance or whatever. <laughs> and uh, they got Shazam coming out. I they they've stopped talking about it, but I think it's because there's it's, it's going to be like Black Adam where it takes fucking forever for anything to happen. But uh, they still got the Green Lanterns HBO Max show on the table, and then. Uh, you know, there was that whole dust up because of uh, Heroes Don't Do That for Harley Quinn Season 3. Uh, so that'll be coming up. Um, I thought they were going to do um, Green Lantern on CW. No. Oh, that rumor is... Um, what's his name? Diggle. The rumor is that, that Diggle is uh, sort of the CW... Uh, to, to steal a term from Mario from Marvel, uh, the CW variant of John Stewart. Ah, okay. And it's entirely possible. I haven't been watching. The only I'm I'm catching up on uh, Black Lightning's current season. Yeah, I need to actually watch that. Um, hell, we might even do an episode coming up. Another, we'll we'll start doing throwing these in. But yeah, um, I need to watch season three because I, I did watch the other two seasons or such. I love. I'd love to do a uh, 
that because I think uh, Jefferson Pierce is a character who gets underrated. He is. He's awesome. Yeah. The whole show. I think it's great. The show's great. Goes through a lot of hard-hitting issues in a, in a great way. But uh, as a comic book character, I think Jesse, Jefferson Pierce is, uh, deserves more respect. <laughs> Touche. So, uh, yeah, uh, but then, there, you know, there's also eventually that new, that uh, Flash season's going to uh, come through. Uh, I think Supergirl's on her last season. Um, yeah, I could care less about that show. Ah, uh, see, I like it. Oh, and uh, better than I expected, they have a Superman show. Uh, Isn't it Lewis and Clark? Yeah, because it's about his twin sons. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked interesting. I haven't bothered watching it yet, but that actually looked a little more intriguing to me. I like the way it goes around. You know, it's not the normal... Uh, it's not the normal Superman story. I get kind of Smallville vibes where uh, the difference is now the dad, instead of being a guy who could never relate to kind of exactly what his kids are going through. This time, you know he can relate to one he can't relate to the other but it's for really specific reasons and it's really cool and i got to see uh, an early uh peak on hbo max but they fucking took it off before. they were like oh yeah here's five episodes but we're showing this on this channel so you should probably watch there <laughs> oh i'm too lazy but um i'm yeah. gonna rewatch smallville for sure and if when possible definitely try and watch that new lois and clark because it, it did I did hear the trailers for it, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. He's got kids, and he's trying to relate to them. Not always going to be the easy thing. But one hours, and the other one doesn't. So, ah, uh, okay. You know, in Smallville or in any Superman origin story, you have that sort of, um, you know, Jonathan Kent wants to raise his son right, but there's always going to be something that he can never relate to. You have that in the relationship between Clark and one of his sons, because now he's got a son who doesn't have power. So the other does. Gotcha. He'll never really understand. Like he'll, he'll always want to relate to that son, but there's something, there's that disconnect that he had with his dad. Meanwhile, he's also got the other son and that's going to amplify things because that son does have powers. So there's going to be a strengthening of that relationship in a certain way. And it's going to affect the other relationship in a certain way. Yeah. Uh, uh, if they, you know, it's really an interesting uh, take on the whole uh, Superman story, and that's what. I, but that's another thing that's really cool about these shows is uh, now that the interest is there, they can really expand and explore things in different ways. You don't just have to have, hey, we got this dude who's super strong and he can beat the fuck out of things. You know, now it's, uh, yeah, this guy is really strong, but he has to, you know, grapple with human emotions like anyone else. In this specific way, so I don't know. you know it's like yeah, well, um, it'll be great, and like we said, we'll try and do more of these. Um, hoping that you guys like this, um, please give us any feedback. Uh, <laughs> well, no, they did feedback. We, it just didn't come in the ways we expected, so it's cool. You know, keep talking to us however you talk to us. <laughs> yeah, um, please give us any any info that you like or any notes. Um, but yeah, it, like I said, this is our first episode of doing a short, um, more specific as to whatever show or movie we've just recently watched. 
um, and, being with Black Widow and Loki. And yet I'm doing the math, dude. And this uh, <laughs> this short is uh, officially about a minute and a half longer at this point than our last episode. Oh, that's just sad. Okay, well, <laughs> can't really call that a short now, can we? No, but we can fill it, call it a you know spoiler filled uh conversation of of uh you know massive proportions <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all right well have a good week until next time guys <laughs>